We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. All taller. I guess I could learn that. Hotkeys. Yeah. I feel like the right. hotkeys are like like something that I never picked up on in the computer world. Like I think I only <laughs> learned like like the copy and paste and that was the only like control keys I learned. Dude, no and, joke. Like are like I don't know if it I don't know anybody that uses like actual hotkeys. Like I control yeah. paste, control C, control P baby. Like that's it. That's all I got. Well, I see like uh, younger, like um, younger, like my cousins, they'll be on the mm-hmm. computer and they'll use like a bunch of hotkeys. But I think really? I was just like, just like, I I know how to use a computer. I know how the basics of a computer, but they're like, they know way more about a computer than I know. Like They got the shortcuts. Like, yeah. Like they, like now I've called my sister about some things with my computer. Like, you know, like, um. <laughs> Cause she might you, she wait like, what you would you have to call your sister about what's well, one that pops in your head uh i don't even remember it was like a year ago but it was when i still lived with my parents so she was and then she, i call i came down and she's like oh it's just like this and like showed me really fast and i was like ah oh. and then i had this like feeling where i was like oh i'm like my parents dude like oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude <laughs> Dude, the generation thing is fucking crazy, bro, because we're I think we're at like, I guess we're a couple years old or a couple years younger than the oldest part of the millennial generation. You know, like we're like we're in a weird spot because we still, you know, played outside fucking for most of our childhood. But we also grew up with video games. You know, we still had yes. technology, but we had the older technology, you know, we didn't, we weren't, and we weren't sold where we were playing like the fucking, um, uh, like I didn't have a Sega Genesis. I, well, yeah. I guess I did have a Sega Genesis. Like I had a Sega Genesis and I had uh super Nintendo didn't come out when I was alive, but I had a super Nintendo, you know, like, yeah. I, like we yeah, didn't it, grow up playing like Pac-Man. We yeah. grew up playing yeah, like yeah, yeah. Smash Bros, you know, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. were the the 3d video game is like when game we were generation. kids and i think the biggest thing is like for us is like we were born and then i don't know when you got like online gaming but like for like uh probably when i was like yeah. up to 14 i didn't yeah, play yeah, online yeah. games Mm-mm. i just played Mm-mm. games where like i could play two player with like a friend or my mm-hmm. sister mm-hmm. or something like or my parents or whatever yeah and but there was no like i'm battling some 12 year old in canada Japan. And calling them, <laughs> yeah whatever like so 
Like that's why we, yeah, were like, we you know, games we got still set up after a while. Then you go outside yeah. and play and shit like that. Cause you, you yeah. want to hang out with your friends from school. You can't just get on, put your headsets on and play. Like you had to mm-hmm. call them over and then you go outside and play with them, like whatever. Like, so like there, that's why there's, I think there's like that generation now, but now like my cousins are growing up. They're like six years old playing a full grown man online and call of duty call him like a fag you know like it's it's like i i didn't get to do yeah. that until i was like in high school you know yeah <laughs> when it's okay to do that you know yeah yeah <laughs> no it was like you know you still you still invited everybody over and you're you tell one other friend to bring like their tv and their fucking game system so you can set up a land party yeah so you can play yes. four players on halo you know like yes. or, or yes. eight players on halo and everybody spent the night there but half the the whole night wasn't playing video games part of that night was running around outside and beating the shit out of each other or yeah riding your bikes to, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know something like that and then you'd go inside when the lights came on and then you'd play video games until fucking two o'clock in the morning all hyped up on pizza so, uh, and mountain yeah. dew yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So it's just different. It's just different because now they can just, they don't hang, dude, that's the one thing. Like they don't hang out with their friends. They hang out with their friends on like virtual games and stuff like that, but they're not, it's like the, the joke about like guys, like guys will, it's like, uh, I think I saw, uh, what's it called? A, uh, like a vine, not a vine. Fuck. See, showing my age again already uh tiktok (laughs) and uh it was a dude and he's like about to me heading over to the bros to sit on his couch for eight hours and watch football and not say a single word a single single word and it's like yo we do that shit like we do that shit we we sit there on our phones scroll hang out say a couple words back and forth about whatever but we're watching the game and we're messing around on our phones but it's completely it's complete quality time that dude's your best yes. friend, you know, like it's yeah. quality time. Many Sundays like that when us living together in Phoenix, yeah. like the first, like the first morning games, yeah. we barely said anything. And it wasn't, maybe we'll get like when something, a crazy play would happen where we're like, oh shit, yeah. did you see that? And then or when we're talking shit about a player, we're like, that guy yeah. fucking blows dick. I don't know why he yeah. makes so much money. Yeah, 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 you know, but that's what that's how it was. We were we would joke and we're like, we're we're zombies in the morning. We fucking go, we get our coffee, we come sit down on the couch, and then we're in and out of sleep for the first first football game. Like we're yeah. we're still waking up. None yeah. of us talk. We just make grunts at each other. But I think yeah. that comes from you know we didn't we all hung out together as like kids like. Our generation, we hung out together as kids. We hung, actually physically hung out with each other. Mm-hmm. And you realize that it, there's perfectly okay times when you're hanging out with people where you can be silent. You don't have to make noise. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just funny. We were that generation that's like in between the growing up without any technology and growing up with technology constantly in our face. So like we don't get the... We do have to still ask the Zoomer shit because they've grown up with the technology. So they've, you know, improved on it or whatever, or like understand it to a different extent, maybe than some of us do. But we didn't grow up with no technology. So we're not fucking constantly yeah. asking about it. I, st- I can still tell an email scam when one comes into my phone. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It comes yeah. with a weird link and you're like, mm, nope. It's like here. Wells Fargo Bank, but bank is spelled B A 
NG and it says bang yeah. instead. And you're like this, I don't bank yeah. with Wells Fargo. So, <laughs> yeah. and the that's biggest, not a real email address. <laughs> the funniest one. Yeah. The funniest one would be like, redeem this award for a thousand dollars like click link and you look at it's yeah. like from chase bank or something but you look at the email and the email doesn't say anything about it's like four five six q z e r at gmail.com you're like that's probably not legit like yeah. it's so yeah. obvious it's it's so bad how many like boomers get fucking swindled <laughs> yeah swindled by those things people calling them and being like hey you need to buy 17 Amazon gift cards and send it to me or the IRS is coming for you. And they're like, Dude, no, I, I, I always talk about stuff like this. We're like, you know, the boomers were afraid of like what kids were learning online. And don't be wrong. There's some things I think you should try to shield kids from, from online because it's completely uncensored. Yeah. But like for us, like we were not, I guess because we grew up, but like it, with, with this online world, but the like, it's like, you know, one of the things I always argue with is like texting and driving because yeah. boomers will act like it's like the worst thing ever, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you should do it all the time, but it's one thing different where you grew up as a 16-year-old kid texting like and driving. driving and texting and driving. Like you've been yeah. doing it your whole and fucking time. doing it on something a lot more difficult originally. I was yeah. T9ing that bitch. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're using a flip phone. Ga, 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 ga. I yeah, still had like dude. the Nokia brick phone at one point. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And and it's just, yeah, it's just so funny now that like they'll act like it's like the worst thing ever. But it's like, well, no. I think, you know, when you grow up doing it, you get better at it. It's not like it's not like I'm like, yeah. it's not like if someone, I'm not having like a full paragraph fucking sentences I'm sending to someone. About those long. people are, are fucking problems, dude. There was this yeah, girl those. the other day in her fucking Tesla, this white bitch in her goddamn Tesla that was driving next to me the other day. And I'll, she keep she like sped up, kind of like sped past me. And we're just on a normal street. We're not on the highway or anything. We're on a normal street with lights and fucking whatever. No stop signs, just lights. And we were just like, I was just cruising. I got, I go above the speed limit. I go about five above the speed limit everywhere in Arizona. That's generally what's accepted five to 10 above the speed limit everywhere. And so we're, we're, we're fucking cruising. And then this Tesla just like phew, drives by me, but she's coming up on another, there's another car ahead of her, probably like oh, God. five car lengths in front of me. And then she's like slams on the brakes. And I was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? You know, like what the fuck is going on? And then she like slows down and she comes all the way back towards me. And she's like a little bit in front of me and I'm speeding up. Cause I'm like, this girl is driving fucking crazy. Like what the fuck? So I like speed up to go past her. So she's not near me. Cause she's kind of like, she's in between the lanes, but she's like going back and forth in between her own lane. And I'm like, she's fucking texting. And I would drive by this bitch and she is both yeah. fingers on the fucking dude. Never uh, both fingers. And just, never. Just going to town, not even look like doing the five second check. Usually the five second check should be down at your phone. You know, you you're watching yes. the road, watching the road yes. and you're texting. And then you check down at your phone real quick to make sure that you're saying the right thing. And then you're yes. watching the road, watching the road, check your phone, watching the yes. road, check your phone. No, she was text, 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 check the road, text, 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 no, text, 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 check the road. No, she got it backwards, dude. Yeah, dude. And so she was just going to town and I was just like, this dumb bitch. And then I like get around her and she like 
goes towards my lane, but it's a Tesla. So it probably like lane corrected or something and goes mm-hmm. back. And then she's, she slows way down. And this is how, you know, they're not paying attention. And this is where I'm with the, like, this is where I'm with the boomers where I'm like, fuck you. I hope you pull, I hope you get pulled over. Yes. Like usually I'm like, you don't, you shouldn't get pulled over for texting driving. I think it's kind of dumb, but those people, because she slowed way down and because she's not paying attention. So she slowed way down. Cause she's not like yeah. I said, paying attention. And then I were coming up to the light and she flies past me again, gets in a different lane. Oh, fucking goes all the, And I'm like, Oh, I hate you. I hope you flip your goddamn Tesla. I hope my girlfriend has to mortician your ass in a week. Like I, <laughs> I fucking hate you. Like yeah. you're the worst kind of driver. And I don't know. Yeah. I drive a lot for work. So I just hate when people suck at driving because it's like, you're making, you may not drive a lot or fucking whatever. Like, I don't know, but I drive a shit ton and I have to deal with thousands of you motherfuckers on yeah. a monthly basis. And it's so fucking annoying. Like you guys suck. And the worst, the worst are bikers. Fuck bikers, not motorcyclists, fucking bicyclists. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. You don't belong on a street. I don't give a damn. You deserve to be hit. <laughs> dude, my my pet peeve has been the Amish for me. Because I have to drive through oh, Amish dude, country yeah. to go to work, dude. These motherfuckers and their buggies, dude. They're they're fucking so annoying, dude. <laughs> Because yeah, it's like, oh, this, and, and where they, where they like live at, it's like hilly. So there's like the, there's so it's hard any for them to go up zones. the hill. <laughs> well, it's just hardly any passing zones because, so I'm like, I don't know what yeah, the fuck's coming, you can't dude. See over the next hill. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, come on, dude. And it's like, you're, you know, you're, it's like, you can go like 60, 65 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden now you're going like 10 behind this horse and yeah. fucking buggy with these fucking Amish people, dude. And but and then it's the worst. and then also uh farmers on their tractors they yeah, fucking dude. frustrate me dude that's They're the so that's the worst part that's a <laughs> shitty part about being out in the country is farmers yeah, on their dude. tractors getting on the highway and you're like or the freeway yeah. or whatever yeah it's usually yeah. a highway i guess and Some, you're just like, sometimes sometimes they're and they're they're i don't even know well i think it's like a combine i don't know exactly what they're called but their fucking machine is so big it's like almost going in the other side of the road so even when you want to pass you're like jesus christ dude you're like in two lanes right now like get the fuck (laughs) over (laughs) and you're like i know you're probably only on this road probably fucking 15 minutes out of the day but it has to be the 15 minutes that i'm behind you like go fuck yourself i hate you dude this other like a couple weeks ago the i don't even know like the guys that like work on the road well it was like this long stretch of highway it's probably like 20 miles and they just so happen to be repainting the lines Mm -hmm. and well when they're repainting the lines they have like this big sign behind them that says you're not allowed to pass yeah they don't want you to yeah because they don't want you to fuck up the lines and so I was the very first car behind. Like they just started as I pulled into this highway. Oh my I'm like, god! Oh my god, dude! So then this long ass line of cars is behind me, like super long ass cars. And I guess other cars that are so far back, they don't exactly know what's ahead. Yeah. So a, a bunch of cars start passing, and dude, like they got paint all over their tires, just all this because <laughs> they. 
they swear the fucking like construction guys are like like yelling at him like no go back go back and but i mean at that point you're they're so far they can't even like slow down yeah. and go back because cars are coming so you gotta yeah. fucking get over and it's yeah i mean they fucked themselves up dude they get like there was like That's five wild. cars that got paint all over there like because it was just fresh fresh as fuck yeah. <laughs> out there in the sticks man out there in the sticks is crazy when it's driving yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. The whole generational thing, we were talking about it a little bit before, but like the generational thing is, is crazy. And especially in the workforce, like we've been, we've been bullshitting. I guess we kind of talked about it before um, on the show, but I just started a new job and it's just, <laughs> it's just crazy when you start thinking about like the, the company, company people like that are, that are been part of corporations for a while. And the corporations were different when they were growing up. Like they, de- they definitely were. And they probably yeah. treated people a little bit differently when they were growing up, but it's just not the same time, man. It's just not the I same know. time period. Well, I think, I think too. So, you know, for a long time, like, and what I, I how like blue collar type jobs, guys that work for like corporations, but they're kind of more blue collar you know, like right. those can concert, like a lot of them are more conservative types. Right. Yeah. And at least they lean that way. And, you know, for a long time before, like our year, like a lot of right wing guys, like kind of like were supportive of corporations. They didn't really right. criticize them. Right. And they, right. and you can just see the difference in the generation, like even the right, like right wing kind of workforce guys, like, um, like they're like the older guys are just company men. They, they, they don't think of things like what's best for them. They think of things like what's best for the company where people, our generation is more like what's best for me and how can I use this company to get what's best for me? I fuck this company. I don't really care about this company. Yeah. And and most of that comes from what companies have done to their employees. Like it's not so much like there's a selfish aspect of it. Like, don't get me wrong. There's definitely a selfish aspect of it. But a lot of that is just because we've watched what companies have done to their employees. 2008 when pensions and fucking everything else Mm -hmm. just went straight out the window and there was no recovery for those employees. Like there was none. Yeah. There was nothing they could do. Their entire retirements were gone. And yeah. So like for us, we're like, I'm not letting that shit happen to me. I'm making my money. Like I'm making my money. I, my money doesn't even mean shit right now, but I'm making as much of it as I can. So I'll change jobs and I really don't give a fuck about the company. I just care about doing my job correctly. Yeah. And there's like our generation is a lot more cynical. Like mm-hmm. we're like, what is the, what is the advantage the company gets out of this? Like we think yeah. of things in that aspect. We don't think like, oh, the company's just doing this because it's the best for the company and best for all of us. No, we don't think it's always it's best for the company. That's how we yeah. understand it. It's whatever's best for the company, and that's and they don't care if they have to if they have to fire an entire work staff, and that's what they'll fucking do if they have yeah. to fire old people that's been there for a long time that's a close to retirement they don't care they'll do it and that, i think yep. in a lot of ways and they've a done it way of, yes and it's a lot of ways it's a better way of looking at it and you know like we were talking beforehand like all the guys that are around my age that i work with like that's how they view it they look at it as like what is a company doing and why are they doing it and it's obviously not for the our best uh and uh what is the word interest. best 
interest. Yes, it's not for our best interest. It's for their best interest, and that's all they care about. Right. And 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 it used to be probably that the company's best interest was more aligned with the workforce's best interest, but that's mm-hmm. not entirely the case anymore. I ju- I just don't believe that it's the case. There's in some aspects maybe. But for the most part, I don't. It's like HR. HR was in the workforce's best interest and the company's best interest at one point in time. HR now, company's best interest. Company's yeah. best interest. Yes. Every time. Every yeah. time. Yeah. I think that also the mentality too is like a lot of the older guys are like, I'm lucky to have this job. I'm, yeah. this is a good quality. And, and in a lot of ways, that's true too. Like in, in certain Absolutely. aspects, that's yeah. true. But I think a lot of our generation is like the company's lucky to have me. <laughs> yeah. And that's not necessarily true. And that's yeah. not necessarily that's, true. That's not it's not necessarily true, but I think both sides are kind of wrong. And it's better like I'm lucky to have the job, but it's also they're lucky to have me because I think we've seen both sides of it where yes, we were just talking about how some people like they get a new job. And all of a sudden they're taking days off, making excuses. And like, dude, you just got this fucking job. Within the first month? (laughs) Yeah, you just got this fucking job. So you're like, you piece of shit. But then also, you know, these companies, uh, they won't recognize you when you're like way ahead of other people. They don't fucking, they don't, they don't, they're not like, you're clearly outperforming. You're clearly more certified. You're clearly this, that, and the other, but they're like, yeah, well, they don't see you as them. They yeah, you're the you same the as same. everybody else that doesn't yeah. have all those things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. because you were hired at the same time. And that's the other thing. Like yeah, companies yeah. reward loyalty in a certain aspect. You know, they you get paid more because you've been there longer. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's good for your workforce because generally those guys that have stayed there for a while and are getting paid more, if they went somewhere else, they'd be getting paid a lot more a lot more somewhere else because of their experience because of their certifications that they received while they were at that company but because all they've known is this company they get comfortable and they're like well i'm getting paid more than all the new people that come into this company so like i'm getting paid way more than them so like i'm getting paid really well and it's like well not necessarily like you go somewhere else and don't the market rate is $5 more, $10 more than what you're at right now. And you just don't know it because you're like, Oh, I'm getting paid more than new people coming in. And so, you know, as long as I'm staying five to $10 ahead of those new people coming in, I'm getting paid what the market rate is because those guys, you know, whether they come in with certifications or not, no certifications or whatever it else, at least specifically in the trades, it's like, it's just different. And so they're like, oh, I'm good. And so they're rewarding that loyalty where it's like, oh, yeah, you've built up those 3% increases where now a 3% increase for you is a dollar something or $2 something. And then when you perform well, you get another 5% increase on top of that yearly. And, you know, you're, you're, you're making two, three extra dollars a year um, just for being there, not rega- regardless of your work. And yeah because you're getting paid enough that it that yearly increase is a couple dollars instead of a couple fucking cents because there's a lot of companies out there especially when you first start even if you're getting paid $25 an hour and 3% cost of living in, uh increase is fucking 25 cents 28 cents some shit like that and you're like fuck these people fuck yeah. these people like you gave me 3% for cost of living over the last 3 years go fuck yeah. yourself 
Well, I think that and that that loyalty can be a disadvantage. There's good things about it, but there's a disadvantage because there's a guy that at my job that this is his second job in this field. Like he's an older yeah. guy. He's in his like late fifties. He just start he started around the same time I did. So about mm-hmm. almost a year ago. And the last job he worked for, he worked for like 25 years. And yeah. I was like, oh and I was like, wow, dude. And I was like, what uh what happened? He's like and he starts going like 25 years of problems he's had with this company. And I'm like, <laughs> why'd you stay years? And he came and he came to the job I have now. And he's, he's like, so the reason he left was he was complaining about pay because uh, he felt like he wasn't getting a rate. Like he, he, uh, he was only getting his annual raise, but he wasn't getting more. Yeah. I mean, he's, he said he clearly was doing more than other people. He had more responsibility and he found out he was getting paid like the same as like some other guy that's been there like five years. And I was, and yeah. so that's when he was like, that was my last straw. And I was like, but that's 25 years you gave to that company. <laughs> and now that was your last straw. And then he came to this job and he was getting paid like, like two or $3 more than he was already yeah. getting paid at the other job. And I was like, dude, you could have left years ago and probably found a job Got that, that two to three dollars more <laughs> yeah you, i was like god damn like and don't get me wrong i think loyalty in a sense is is good but at the same time mm-hmm. like just understand the the situation you're in you gotta you gotta look at what's best for you man like you right. know i don't think like some people will knock on this but i don't think it's such a bad thing if someone works for a, a bunch of companies but he gives four or five years there and then finds finds other jobs that are just yeah. uh for different companies that pay him more and like you should be updating your resume every three years and sending it out to see what is the market rate for your job and with your specific you know your specific uh job requirements you know your certifications if you have those your degree if you have that um you know your follow-on education that you've done the management prospects that you've completed or you know the uh, projects that you've completed you should be updating your resume every three years and checking out what other companies are doing if your company gets upset that you turned your linkedin profile to looking for something and they're monitoring that that's a sign of you could probably get some things better somewhere else. Because if there's, if they're like companies, I think companies generally should look at that. I think they should be monitoring, you know, their employees LinkedIn and they should be probably reevaluating why that gets turned on. If it's, if it's within the, like, you know, a three year mark and they've been with that company for the last three years and they're probably, if they've been doing the things that they're supposed to performing at a level that is required of them and maybe outperforming that level and either getting certifications during that time or whatever else, you should probably as a company be looking to reevaluate what that employee's worth is at that company. But a lot of companies won't do that. They'll monitor and then they'll bring you in. Hey, I heard you. I, we saw that you turned your looking for business on, are you looking to leave us? Like what's going on? And it's like, what do you think's going on, man? I'm trying to see where I can get my money. Like I'm as cool. Like people, we got, we got told this in the Marine Corps. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of funny, but it's like people quit managers. They don't quit jobs. Like you can work a really shitty job for a while, as long as you have 
good management and good leadership, you know, like you can, you can work a pretty shit job as long as you have good management, good leadership. That means, so like things are mitigated that are shitty about the job, but if you have a damn good job that pays you well and shitty leadership and shitty management, you're gonna, you might even take less pay somewhere else. If the culture is better, you know what I mean? Like I think just because you're peaceful. Very true your peace of mind is so like, so one of the things that when I was looking for different jobs, one of the things that I was big on was flexibility. Like, I don't want to be locked into like, you guys need me for a certain strict amount of hours. And that's all you need me for. Like, I'm cool with, you know, some weekend work or some night work or things like that. I'm cool with like, you needing me to be flexible. But if I'm flexible, that means you guys need to be flexible. Like, there's some times where, you know, our days start late or our days start early. I don't need you to be bitching at me if I have to take a day off to go for a medical appointment or something like that. Like, you know, you got to be flexible. And my time is super important to me. So if I'm putting in for PTO, you're approving it because if you don't, I'm still taking it off. Like, um, (laughs) there's nothing you can do because I have, you know, sick time. I generally don't get sick, so I don't have to worry about losing my sick time. You know, like I'll call out. Like I'm, I put in PTO, and I. This goes both ways. You got to be respectful about it. Hey, you're giving them notice that you're putting in PTO for a certain time period. You know, you're not doing it the week before where you're going on a week vacation. You know, like that's fucking garbage. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. I think that's where shit gets mixed up. People are like, Oh, I put it in. So I get to take it. And it's like, nah, you should be respectful of your place of yeah. employment. You can't be a shitty worker unless your management's shitty. Yeah. Then you can be a shitty to them all you want. But cause I don't really give a shit. I'm the same way, but you know, if they're respectful, yeah. then you should be respectful back. It should be reciprocated. But if you give them a month out and there's generally nothing that's stopping you. Like it wasn't a blacked out date that was picked fucking, you know, at the beginning of the year or something like that. And you gave them ample time to cover the shifts or do whatever you got to do. Then there's nothing you can do regardless of if you approve the PTO or not, I'm not showing up. And that's, what's going to happen. And most of the time I have a random in the problem, even with shitty management where they don't, they're just like, Oh, okay. Like I get you, you know, yeah. <laughs> one dude, he was like, it's called ass glaucoma because I don't see myself showing up that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I like that. That's such an old guy thing, but I love it. Yeah. That's definitely true. Like there's definitely like a, uh, like a give and take, like, you know, you, you give more to the company and that's how I think it should be. Like you, you give more, and they respond in kind by, you know, giving you more PTO or, or like not really giving you more, but uh, approving yeah. your PTO on like, oh, of course, you're going to get this off like type of mentality. Like, you know, yeah. they ask, they ask like, hey, can you come in on Saturday? And you're like, oh, of course, I'll be there right away. So then when I ask off yeah. for whatever family, medical, whatever to have, then you kind of uh, expect that in return. Like, yeah, of course, you're yeah. going to have this off. Like you, you deserve this. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I think. I, I think, yeah, there's this, like, like you, like, like, uh, I just saw this meme the other day where it was like an old guy, like, uh, uh, at work. And it's like an old guy looking at you, like very disappointed. And like, you're and like, Oh, look at this pussy. And it's because the guy called in sick one day. Like I yeah. called in sick one day out of the year. And the old guys are like, look at this bitch. Like, it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, okay, fucking Bob, like you, you came in with fucking pneumonia and you're bitching that the fucking, you know, yeah. the, uh, the health insurance is going to cost you a fucking $300 yeah. in your deductible. And you've been working with black lung for the last six weeks and your productivity is 50% down for the last three weeks. And you're not going to make your bonus this month. Like go fuck yourself. You should have taken the day off. So you didn't catch pneumonia in the first place and got over your goddamn cold. Fuck you. Yeah, dude. It's just really, it is so weird. It's just weird to me. I don't know. I don't know if that's just our generation uh, exactly, but they like, there's a lot of older guys are company men. They are yeah. for the company, what's best for the company. And yeah, we're a lot more cynical. And and I'm just saying the people, the people at the tops of companies, there's a reason why they don't hire from within. They're always headhunting for somebody outside the company. Mm -hmm. They'll end up paying them more because if they keep them there for five years and there's not really a pay increase, those people are kind of fine. And then at the end of those five years, they're like, Hey, I'm, I need to be, you know, compensated for the last five years. Like I need you. And they're like, Oh no, it, we'll just, you can find something else, you know, like, you know, like they're fine yes. with that because they can get another person for the same rate that they hired that person at because somebody else at a different company at a smaller company is paying the, the smaller rate and their company pays a higher rate. So then they just swap out those people and there's no real, like, there's not a lot of real growth inside of companies. You kind of have to, you know, work sometime at this company, hop over to a different one, work sometime at that company to get to a higher position, hop over to a different one at a higher position, work over there. Like that's, that's kind of how the job market is nowadays. And yes. that's just what it is. Like you can't, being a company man isn't as, it doesn't pay you as well as it used to be, as it used to. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't being a, being a company person doesn't pay you as well as it used to. And I also think the it's because of the technological change too. Like, you know, back then trying to find a job, you couldn't just go online. You couldn't just, uh, you had to check the newspaper or mm -hmm. word of mouth. I think word of mouth was like one of the biggest ways uh, people found jobs. Yeah. So now Absolutely. like, you know, you can, you can put a whole, your whole resume online and find a job that you've literally never heard of, but it was an hour away and you're like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. Or, and or a company can put a job out there and instead of just getting people in their circles that they know yes. Or, yes. or people from the company know they can get the entire state that they're looking for and people from outside that state that are looking to move into that state, they can yes. get all those people. So they have a lot more options, just like you have a lot more options as like uh, uh, an employee, not somebody that's not getting or somebody that's looking to get hired rather than somebody that's hiring. It's yeah, just it's, it's a different it's time. The market, yeah, the market has adjusted, and being mm -hmm. a sudden like sedentary company man is not always as advantageous as it, it like might have was thirty years ago. You know, yeah. it might have been better. Like I'm sure, probably like same thing with my company, man. Like. They give out the jobs like uh for in-house first, like you can apply first. Doesn't mean they're hiring mean, someone in-house. Doesn't mean yeah. Does not mean they're hiring someone in-house because there's plenty of positions that I've seen like all I of a think, sudden some to be honest, new I think that's a law. Heard of is I think a, it's a oh, law that they're require I think it's a law that it requires it they're required to release it to the company 
but they don't have to hire from inside the company. I'm pretty sure it's a law because all the companies that I've worked for, at least bigger companies that, you know, operate in multiple states and things like that, almost all of them that I've worked for do that. That makes sense. That probably is. But that usually means they're not hiring from inside the company, to be quite honest. Like, yeah, don't be wrong. Like, there's plenty. I've seen it where they do hire within the company. Like, that. it's not like it's unheard of. But I would Mm -hmm. say probably 60, 70% of the time, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. And and I think that's just, like, I, I know... I, I, like, it's beneficial oh, for the employer, right? It's beneficial yeah. for the company to not. Yes, yes, because they can hire someone for cheaper that could be a headhunter, new to the field, and they can and they don't have to pay as much. And I think you know the companies are doing that for a reason, and I think there's a reason why like an employee should be you know spreading themselves out there to other companies and not afraid as much to yeah. leave a company. But I talking to anyone like over 40, this is like forbidden oh, yeah. sin to them, dude. Yeah, dude. This is just so, like, what do you? What I know. Is, so I like, talked. It's like I just like cheated on my wife to them, dude. Like they, yeah. it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was talking to, uh, you know, my parents and they like my stepmom, she worked in a company for a long time. The previous company that I worked there, she worked there for a while. And probably a year after or two years after that I joined the company, she left and went to a different company. Well, she decided to not do any company at all. She was just going to renovate houses. They had some extra income. They were going to do that stuff or that's what she wanted to do. And so she did that for about a year, but then somebody enticed her with a good enough dollar value that she, she decided to go back and she kind of missed working in the field. She likes being around people and teaching people. She's a damn good manager. So she worked at the office that I worked at. So I used to work at this company called CentOS for those of you that don't know, didn't really talk about it. It's not like I didn't really want my place of employment out there, but now I don't really give a shit. You don't work there. (laughs) Yeah. So I, uh, I used to work at this company called CentOS and I worked there for fucking four and a half years, something like that. And she worked at that office before I got hired. She was already gone by the time I got hired, but I got hired there and uh, everybody there loved her as a manager. She was a great operations manager. Everybody loved her. She kind of trained operations there just so she could move over to be a GM somewhere else. So she did that. And then she left there and, you know, she's with a different company now, but everybody loved her and she loves being around that stuff. So I was talking to I was talking to her about you know my company and why I was like looking and they kind of, she understood she was like I get it she didn't kind of like the direction places were going and she was looking to do something else which was the renovating houses thing so that's why she ended up leaving anyways but both of them could tell that I wasn't happy with my situation at the company and so they were like yeah you should change go ahead and change and they kind of see it now how I see it where it's like, Hey, you got to be open to changing fucking your position at places. You know, you gotta, you gotta be looking to move forward or go somewhere else, make lateral move to, you know, make the most money that you can, especially in the market that we're in today. But I remember having a conversation with them a couple years prior. Cause my mom, she works as like a, she's like in the chair room with like the CFOs, the CEOs. She's like with, She's doing that stuff. She's a board member basically for one of her companies, or I think that's what it's considered a board member. She worked her way up to this position, whatever. Um, And uh, 
but she gets headhunted a lot and that's how she got the job that she was at. And, but they look at it from, you know, top management, like view, you know, like they, there was some things where I was like, nah, I'm not, I was like, I'm not sacrificing a lot for these companies. Like I remember we were sitting, they were here on vacation one, one weekend and we were sitting at a pool on, at uh, one of the hotels in, in Phoenix. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm not, I shouldn't be sacrificing for these companies because they're not sacrificing anything for me. You're they, a lot of times people in top management's positions will look like we gave you the opportunity to work for us. Not you, you know, we wanted you to be here. We're, we're giving yeah. you the opportunity to be here. Not that we want you to be here. And I was like, I think they're going about it the wrong way. Do you want people to be happy and work for you and do a little extra for you? You should be like, we really wanted you to be here. And that's how you should act. And that's how you should treat each employee. And that's how you should, your interactions should be too. We want you to be here because you're a valuable asset to us. But for the most part, they don't treat you like that. They're like, we'll fucking find somebody to do your job tomorrow. And I'm not saying that they can't find anybody to do these jobs tomorrow. Like I left my company and I bet you they're doing just fine. Me leaving isn't going to hurt them. I'm okay with that. I think me leaving will hurt them in five years because the knowledge base that I had is going, and I could have stayed there. I could have stayed there. And when they lost the guys that they have, because they have an older team, I was one of the youngest until we hired somebody younger than me. And they didn't know a whole lot when they first came in, they weren't really familiar with the industry. Once those guys leave that are at the top and, you know, they're, they're already in their late fifties. Once those people leave, they're going to be hurting for people. Yeah. Because they're not going to have it. And they didn't, they're not planning for that because the GMs at this company and the ops managers at this company, they are only looking at the next five years or four years, three years. And they're looking to get promoted to go somewhere else to get a higher position. So they're like, it's kind of like the presidency, you know, where, you know, (laughs) I'm just trying to do enough so I can get the next position and the next position. So at least my time here, it's like senators. I'm just trying to do enough. So I get elected next semester or the next uh, election process. Mm -hmm. And then if I don't like I'm moving on to a different position and I'm getting paid out by fucking Raytheon because I'm on their board of fucking advisors for this, that, or the other, you know, they're just trying to do enough that they can move on to their next position. And that's what management does. And that's what a lot of these management places do. So the continuity for the employees and the workforce is constantly changing and it makes it a tumultuous place to work and very frustrating to work. Yeah. That's such a good point. That's such a good point. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to you because our managers have switched out a lot over the last few years. Um, I mean, I I don't exactly know because I didn't work. I wasn't working there, but talking to a lot of the guys about how things were run and they're like, now it's completely different. And all the guys that's been there, it'll be like the old guys are like, they've seen like 30 managers, you know, like they've been yeah. there so long. They like, it changes, you adjust, whatever but the guys that were there like five years saying like maybe they're a little older than me. They're like, dude, this place has gone downhill. Like gone. Yeah. Yeah. Total garbage. And, and And I, I think there's a little, I think there's a little truth in that where the 30 years of managers, the changes were different. 
right? The changes were different, but it generally wasn't like a big drop off in something. You know, there wasn't a drop off in this. The previous manager was usually hired from inside the team. They took over, ran things a little bit differently. Benefits on some sides, uh, you know, cons on the other. You know, there was there was pros to this manager coming up because he came from the team. He kind of saw the processes for what they were. And, you know, that's how it was 30 years ago. And people kind of, that's kind of how it shifted. Not everybody can be a manager. Not everybody's a good manager. Not everybody's a good leader. There's good managers that are horrible leaders. There's good leaders that are horrible managers. Like there's, they're not the same thing. So, you know, there was people when there's 30 years of managers and you've been at this company for 30 years and we're talking back in, I guess, fucking 30 years ago was 1990 which is crazy to say or 1993 which is crazy to say but you know you know 1990 to now is a lot different you know in in all senses of the of the word in all senses of what change can be um but uh you know it's it's been different and even if you go back further than that because you got guys that are in their probably in their sixties that are looking at retiring and, you know, they've been in, a, they've been with a company for since they were 22 and that's a long time to be at a company. And yeah, you've had many managers and there's some guys that just like being a tech or like the low position, but getting paid a lot. They're usually getting paid pretty well because they have a lot of knowledge base, but they have no urge to be managers. I think the difference is now in the last probably 10 years, Things have changed where, or maybe closer, even in the last five years, where it everybody got hit very hard. Most companies got hit very hard for, during COVID, um, especially service industry type customers where they're servicing places. Um, besides, you know, maybe some health and wellness places or like cleaning companies or something like like that. COVID nineteen fucked up a lot of the industry, so now it's like bottom dollar. Like, that's all we care about. We need managers that are coming in and eliminating everything that we don't need, updating processes, getting stricter on our teams to make sure that they're doing things by the book exactly every time. So we're eliminating our, we're making our bottom dollar look good. And Mm -hmm. what that does is not create a culture that is super helpful to the lower rung employees, not lower knowledge base employees, but the lower rung employees, the employees that are out there every day servicing other customers. It's making it so the managers have to micromanage their guys or, you know, and that's why the drop off, you know, the guys that have been there 30 years and have seen 30 managers, they're like, yeah, it's always rough when a new manager takes over. And they probably see it more where it's like, it's been really bad the last time, like the last couple managers have been really bad and it's gotten really bad, but I'm five years from retirement. It's not going to bother me that bad. They're not doing anything to me personally because they know if they lose me, they're going to fuck themselves. Yeah. But the guys that have been there for five years, they're like, this is really bad. Shit's really dropped off. I can't do this for the next 20 years. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, I think the culture thing is very important because I think the best example is how many times we were all like, remember we were ninth B in the Marine Corps. Right. And that culture was ass like that, that you yeah. sucked so bad, dude, really and bad. All of us, all like all of us were like, 
we're not re-enlisting. This is, I'm done. Yeah, like we're when, once I'm out and don't be wrong. A lot of us were, but there was a lot of guys that I remember that said the exact same thing. We're as hateful toward the Marine Corps as we were. And when they went up to their next unit, things changed. Loved it. And, and yep. all of a sudden they realized it's not so bad. And I think the number one, I think the number one reason is they went to a unit that act. It maybe I I'm not, I wouldn't even say it was the best culture, but it was probably like way better than what it was like at night. DSB and they were like, oh, this is actually manageable. You know, like this, yeah. I can do. Or they, this. you know, it was it was maybe they felt appreciated somewhere else. Yes, yes, <laughs> dude. And just I just think that the, matters. It does. Just the hey man, you did really good this month. Like. Your numbers are insane. Like you fucking killed it. Like you, like we'll we'll definitely try to like figure something out to like, you know, reimburse you for all the work you put in for us this month. Like even just saying it, not even like, not even the reimbursement part, but just being like, you fucking killed it this month. You were fucking, you did this, that, or the other. That's fucking awesome. A lot of people do employee of the month or you know stuff like that and yeah even employee of the month like you're singling out one person that yeah absolutely went above and beyond but when you have a whole team of guys that just hit all their numbers for the month and you know they're one section of the entire company and there's only one employee of the month and it comes from the office because the people that are managers see the people in the office all the time and you have guys like out to fucking wherever all day every day for the whole month Everybody, it becomes a it becomes a shitty culture because they're like the guys are like, well, guys or girls, whatever. I'm using guys in the general sense, the guys are just like, you fucking sat in the office the whole time and you know scheduled me, and half the time you scheduled me, I had to call for fucking this, that, or the other because you didn't give it to me when you should have, and you got employee of the month. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, it it's owed to them or it's owed to the employees that the manager of that group should be like hey you guys fucking killed it this this month like i'm gonna try and get you guys a dinner or a lunch like we'll go out and i just want to say thank you for all the hard work you did that goes so far for people it's insane yeah. which says a lot about our society right now like i just want to say that <laughs> it, sa it says a lot about people we, we a, generally, a decent meal so like just giving yeah. them a decent meal and giving like an extra yeah. 30 minutes on break and you're like wow man the company loves me <laughs> yeah dude yeah dude you give me a half day on a random friday because we fucking hit all of our numbers like went above and beyond all of our numbers fuck dude that means so much like yeah people want to spend time with their families they want to fucking do things yes. if you're like hey you guys all hit your numbers kind of have a slow first week this week take a half day on friday all of you take a half day on friday i'll deal with whatever blowout that we have to deal with like you guys you guys deserve it you guys earned it like a half day four hours of the day <laughs> yeah four hours four hours out of a fucking 40 hour you know work week over a fucking what uh 160 hour month Four um, hours of that, you get back just because you had a really good month the prior month. People will be like, fuck, I can go on vacation with my kids. I can take them camping this weekend. I can yeah. fucking, you know, I have time to like prepare and fucking do all this stuff. And it means the fucking world. It means the yeah. fucking world dude, to people. Dude, a Christmas bonus is yeah. like just a huge, like just giving them a 200 month, bucks, like, 200 yeah. bucks. 
A you give somebody card. 200 bucks for a, a dude, gift card from Amazon to a nice dinner, to, to a nice dinner. So my, my CentOS, the last company last year, they gave us fucking, um, uh, wireless chargers. Like, uh, <laughs> they gave everybody wireless chargers and it said like Arizona and fucking the team name and everything like that. It didn't work. Like they barely worked. They didn't charge my phone. They were I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, no, like, let's do a company event. Like, none of that. Like, they do, they do, uh, they're like, oh, well, we're doing a cookout at the office uh, from this time to this time, the last Friday before, you know, all the breaks start, you know, before Christmas, da da da, da or Thursday before all the breaks start. And um, it's like between this time and this time. And it's like, I look at my schedule and I'm like, oh, I work fucking. Uh, I'm going to be fucking in overtime that day. So I won't be going to that. Like, like the fuck, like, you know, they do stuff. It's only for the office. It's only for the office. Like, I know. It's never for, like, yes, it's only dude, for that them. Is, dude. That is like, that is one of the most frustrating things about working at a, a plant because yeah. it's like, there is this separation of people that work on the floor and the people that work in the office. And what yeah. is so fucked up is the office people are so in their world that they don't even realize that there's this recognizable difference that everyone on the plant floor is, is it annoys the shit out of them. And it's like, yeah. if they just, if they just took time, like, like, you know, I'm not, I, I don't need this. I don't need like the people from the office come over here and talk to me. How's my day? No. You know, I don't, no, I don't, I don't need that. Usually that annoys I, me. <laughs> that annoys me. I'd rather just do work and go on with my day. But there's lots of people on the, that appreciate the shit out of that. And I, yeah. I recognize that. I recognize that people, people like that. They like when the boss comes up to them, tries to get to know them. I don't care if the boss just walked by me, waved and I wave, that's fine with <laughs> me. Like I, I'm perfectly fine with not like, I don't know. I, maybe that, I think maybe that's just me. But I think a lot of the guys, like they're like, like we did this like Christmas thing and like they did like a raffle for like, it was like a 50, 50 raffle. And I think it was actually for a good thing. Like someone, um, someone got in like an accident that worked there, like a car accident right. and they were doing like a 50, 50. So 50% of it will go to yeah. uh, like charity for him and his family. And then the other 50 percent goes yeah, to whoever won yeah. and like well well they they also did like smaller prizes so like gift baskets and stuff like that right, too. Right, right. and like all the office people won and, <laughs> and like even if it was just by chance that all the office people won whatever the atmosphere is already out there that like it's us versus them you know yeah it, that's <laughs> that's the mentality so like I didn't even like no, I didn't even say anything. Like someone just turned around to like the table I was looking at. Is like notice how all the fucking office people won, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just and I'm like, dude, they are not doing themselves any favors right now. No, like, they're this is, not, dude. It just it's so obvious that they and they try to plan like these, and I I can see they're they're trying. They try to do things where they like plan like events. Like it's not often, but they'll do like a, like a, a chili cook-off, right? Yeah, they did yeah. like a chili cook-off on Friday and like everyone brought in some chili and 
then, all the office but, people won. <laughs> and all the office people won, dude. All the office people fucking won, dude. Because they're I'm playing like, politics in the office, right? So they're like, yeah, oh, I know this dude. person's is this. And, you know, I want them to feel good for the next couple of weeks. So I don't have to deal with their shit. And yeah, dude. They they're going to bitch shit. that they lost for fucking the chili kickoff because nobody likes them. So I'm going to vote for them. So they're not fucking pissed off for the rest of the time. Yeah. And they do stuff, too, that's like easier for office people to do than it is for like right. we're working and we, we get our clothes dirty. So like they did like a like a ugly sweater contest. Yeah, one day. dude. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> do you want from me? And like dudes are like, or what or welders, they deal, they're they're bending like metal pipe, they're fucking working with like these huge laser machines, like we're getting dirty, like no one wants to like get a sweater, like get all decked up or it's uncomfortable to move and like work like no one wants to wear an itchy ass sweater all day while they're fucking working, you know? Yeah. And so they do like these events that they think people would like but it's like stuff that's catered to people in the office like it's easy for them to do it but it's like kind of harder for us to do it and it's just so frustrating to watch how the like it's not like they're not trying to incorporate people on the floor it's just that that they're so in their own little world that they they think that this is like what everyone can do and it creates this divide this clear divide that everyone on the floor bitches about, they complain about, they they understand it, they see the difference, but the other side just doesn't even recognize it. Or if they and they don't or care. If they do, or, or yeah, I was gonna say, or if they do, they just clearly don't care. And I I hate it, dude. I hate it. It's so obvious. And I feel like I feel like one day, like like I I know there's been people that like they quit, and then they talk about why they quit, and they tell them. They tell them oh, yeah. these things. And Dude, they, the craziest part, change. they didn't even they didn't even ask me for an exit interview. They didn't they didn't really? do any of that. And you know what? Maybe, maybe they will. And because they basically like I told them, like, here's my two weeks, like blah, 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 blah. And they were like, Oh, okay. Like they I gave them a chance. I gave them a week to like give them an opportunity to counter. And uh yeah, they just didn't say anything. They just didn't say anything for like the whole week. So then at the end of the week, I was like, all right, here's my two weeks, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, well, and my, my boss was actually super chill about it. He was like, they gave me an offer. I didn't even want to say it to you. I was embarrassed. Like, he was like, I didn't, I didn't want to fucking say anything, but you know, it was this. And I was like, yeah, not staying. He was like, go, go chase the money. You're at that age. Like you should go chase the money. Like blah, 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 blah. Super That's cool cool. about it. Yeah. yeah. GM walks in and he's just like, like being about it. And I was just like, whatever, bro. Like, like, you know, and so they were just like, we're going to put you on PTO for the next two weeks. Like, we don't want you, we don't want you here. And I was like, okay, bet. Like, so I took the PTO. Yeah, I had the PTO. Okay, that's yeah, I had. But would you have worked? Were you good? Were you? I would have worked. Yeah, yeah, I was planning on working. Um, Okay, I was planning on working the whole time, and they're just like, and I think from a business standpoint, it makes sense. First off, it's not required for them to pay me out my PTO, um, which would leave a lot of people in like, you know, like uh, it would leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. I think you know they'd be like, oh, okay, wow, I had that. I didn't use it because I was working and then you're not going to even give it back to me because it was mine, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And then, 
and then um but the other thing is just liability reasons like you know if somebody knows they're not fucking <laughs> gonna be here for after two weeks like they're probably not caring a much as much yeah. about the job as yeah. they should your, your so fucks go was, way down <laughs> yeah 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 and then that was if you had any in the first place yeah and so uh so you know i was like super appreciative of that i was like thank you i, I left on good terms like i I have a lot to say about the company, but I was kind of waiting for my exit interview to do it like respectfully or whatever like that. And so I guess my last, my last day of PTO was technically Friday. So, um, maybe I'll, they'll reach out and be like, Hey, we want to do an exit interview. So I'm not saying they haven't yet, but they haven't sure. yet. And I, I was pretty surprised about that. Um, because it's a, you know, it's a fortune 500 company. Like that's something that they should probably do, but I don't expect them to do it because I mean, I've said my piece there before there's been a yeah. lot of problems there and whatever, but it's just, it's just one of those things that I think it, you know, the workforce is fucking crazy. I mean, we got fucking yeah. Senate uh, aides getting butt fucked in Congress right now. Like, <laughs> you know, the workforce, the yeah, workforce yeah. is wild right now. Yeah. Dude. Uh, well, I was going to say, like, uh, it's good that you left on good terms because you never know, like, what happens with yeah. a new company. You never need to go back. And I I think people should always do that. Even if the company sucks, you hate it. Yeah. It's not the best. Try to leave on the best terms possible just because you always want to leave a back door open <laughs> like the Senate floor, people on the Senate <laughs> floor do. <laughs> but you always want to leave a back door open just in case like shit goes, hits the fan at your other company and you're like, I need to go back or something yeah. or I can't find anywhere else, you know? Or, and, you know, a lot of these uh, trade industries are small. A lot yeah. of them are small. People word goes around. Word, word goes around. Yeah. People know hey, but, people. and but But I've noticed with my job is that is not how most people quit, which is very no. interesting to me. Yeah. Like, uh, people just stop showing up and it's, yeah. I'm very shocked by that. Like, like, and don't get me wrong. I, I get why people, like, I get why people's frustration with this job can lead you to that. I would never do that. I, I don't really understand that, but, but they like, it's like all, like there's this one guy, like, cause you know, I, I told you before the podcast that like, you know, December is a pretty slow month. Most people are taking their vacation time, taking time right. off. This is just it's we're slow right now. And there's a there's I was, was talking to one of the other welders and I was like, man, I haven't seen Brandon in a while. And I was like, oh, does he have a lot of PTO or something? And the guy was like, I think Brandon just quit. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, why? Like, uh, what happened? And he's like, he's like, no one really knows. I haven't heard. No one's heard from him. He just no called, no showed the entire week. So I'm pretty sure he's done and we haven't heard like he's fired. And like, I mean, they don't, they don't come out and tell us like, Hey, this person's fired, but that's wild too. They should, they should be like, Hey, you know, this person's no longer with us. Da, da, well, da, da, da. I think dude, that's, it's just so weird. The turnover rate in these, these jobs is very high. Yeah. I, I, I think it's partially, partially like the younger generation. Like I will kind of blame zoomers mm -hmm. a little bit for, for that yeah. but i i also think it's just the company atmosphere too is like there's no yeah. care toward toward the people so why should they care about the company type mentality right and but it's very weird to me like i i'm not i'm not saying that you should care as much for the company i i'm looking at more of a selfish standpoint you know like yeah. i 
I need this job or backup for this job just in case, you know, like I want to leave yeah. on good terms type mentality, but that is just not what people do. And I think it's just so, I don't know. It, it just weirds me out. Like there's so many people that they just don't show up, dude. They just, they're just done. Like there's no word. They don't tell anyone. They're just gone. <laughs> and it, it blows yeah, my mind. It's crazy. It, do, do it's people fucking do crazy. that in your field at all? Or is people usually I'm, resign or leave on good terms? So like, uh, there was a couple people there wasn't a there was a turnover rate in the office at our at my last job um there was a pretty high turnover rate inside the office for like schedulers uh and it seemed like most of them were like hey i'm putting in my two weeks like it seemed like i office place it's probably more common to do that um sure. there was uh, our team like for my team specifically we didn't have like very much turnover at all like there was yeah. there was one guy that quit and he had he was like uh here's my two weeks and they're like hey you're going on pto and then when i did it obviously they were like hey you're going on pto um and some of the other teams there was a guy that just walked in one day and handed him his keys and he's like i'm out like i'm not doing this anymore and that's the that's the problem is like they wanted to, they wanted to face the face like they wanted to be like here's my keys. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Um, and there was a couple guys that did that on one of the teams and they have, that team has a high turnover rate. Interesting. And the problem, the problem is, is like, when you see, like, I mean, we talked about it in the Marine Corps all the time, right? Like you have guys that aren't re-enlisting. It's like, and you have a, a, a you have a enlistment rate of like, less than 50 percent that's pretty bad for like your unit if people in your unit are not re-enlisting um that's pretty bad like that's and it's under 50 percent like you think you would be like what is happening here you know what is happening here the marine corps didn't do it their response at my unit at uh fucking 311 was Let's get a whole bunch of the other, the young guys that aren't even due for reenlistment to fill out reenlistment packages and just deny them because it'll bump up our numbers, even though they're not reenlisting. They were like, we're, we, they told them they had to fill out these reenlistment packages and just not do anything with them. Um, so they could bump up their <laughs> reenlistment numbers. Uh, mm -hmm. but we told them as the NCOs, we're like, you don't have to fill out any of that shit. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if you're not thinking about reenlisting, you don't even have to think about reenlisting for another two years. Like you're just got to the fleet, but that's their response is to try and make it look better. But even in corporations and fucking just regular jobs, even if they're family owned businesses and stuff like that, if you have a part of your company or whatever, or your company as a whole has a very high like turnover rate you should probably be like getting into the weeds on some things and figuring out why yeah yeah i thought the same thing and even when i went to one of the i always at my job interview we talked i think we talked about this before on the podcast yeah. but you should always ask questions at a job interview because yes asking questions actually shows intelligence um as 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 much as people might not think like when you're asking questions sounds like, cause you're dumb, you know, but it's actually a sign of intelligence and asking yeah. good questions that puts them on their back foot. Like, Whoa, no one's ever asked me this type of question, like in an interview. And it just makes you. One of my favorite more... questions is why did the last person leave? Why did, yeah. why did, why did your last employee leave? Did he leave for, you know, 
was it strictly monetary? Was it, you know, they're like, why are yeah, yeah. The, their first question. question is always like, why are you looking to leave? Yeah. You know, why are you looking to leave your job? Because it, it, you gain some valuable insight from that question from the employee you're getting, you know, are they looking mm -hmm. to leave because they want more opportunity later on and they don't see it at their company? Are they strictly leaving for monetary? If they're strictly leaving for monetary policy or monetary things, then they'll probably do it to you. You know, mm -hmm. that it's a good question to ask incoming employees, but one of the yeah. best questions to ask as an employee getting hired somewhere is why did the last person leave that left yeah. your guys's office or left your guys's yeah. team. I asked, I, well, similar, but I asked like, what is the turnover rate like here? And both the jobs yeah. that I interviewed for it for like, well, you know, they're kind of a little, they're cagey uh, about it. Cagey at first. And then they kind of break and they're like, well, to be honest, we have kind of a high turnover rate and they're kind of mumbling it, you know, like not really wanting yeah. to say, and I, like, I, I was just so shocked, dude. I, I just like, why? Like, why are all these did, companies? Did you ask why? <laughs> yeah, I like this one, this one I interviewed for, I asked him why. And she blamed it more on generational thing. I mean, that was her. And I think they, that's a cop oh, out. That's a big I think it's a cop, out. I think it's a cop out too. I was like, yeah. look, we, we, we've sat here and talked about the generational thing. And it's like, look, I'm right there with you. There's a lot of young people that do not want to work. But a lot of people do not want to work because they do not feel valued. And yes. I'm not saying that everybody's a special little snowflake and they deserve to be valued. There's a yes. lot of people that are entitled. We had a couple of those at my last company that they were apprentices and you know, sometimes their idea of what they should get was not what everybody else on the team, especially was like, nah, man, you're not deserving of that yet. You don't get mm -hmm. that yet. Sure. And, you know, there was a couple people like that. And they were from that they were in their younger 20s, you know, um, there was one guy that was like 26 or 27. And he ended up getting fired. But that was because he used all of his PTO and all of his fucking sick days within the first year, like, oh and was going God. into more and was going into more and was always late. Like, you know, there's a part of that. There's a part of that. That is yes. true. There's a, there's a time thing that the younger generation, like it, they don't feel like being late is a bad thing. Um, they should like, there should be more flexibility in the, how late you are and how early you are. Like there's, there's, they think that there should be a little bit more flexibility. It's not like that in most workplaces, especially when yeah. your employers are in their fifties or sixties or late forties and stuff like that. Like you gotta, you gotta understand where you're at and what you're doing. Um, but I think for the most part, a lot of people leave, especially in the younger generation, because they feel like there's, there's no like, Hey, we want you to be here. We want you to be here every day, you know, not just, we expect you to be here. We want you to be here. Mm -hmm. And so they don't see any value in it. So I think that's a fucking cop out answer when they're like, Oh, it's a generational thing. Yeah. It's like, mm, yeah. maybe your, you know, ideas of what is good. You're just used to working people to the fucking backbreaking point. And then they leave. And these people aren't getting to the backbreaking point. They're just like, Oh, this is not a good place to work. And they just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of, the, one of the little interesting things about my job, I don't, I don't think I've said this on the podcast, but I think I might have told you, but we had, like, we only had one HR lady, right? Yeah. And uh, 
she's been there a while and but she i think she found like a better job somewhere else so she was leaving and mm-hmm. she gave like a two-month advance notice right yeah and so they hired another girl so then she could train under Trainer. this girl and then she could take over and she had like a long time well like like three weeks before the original hr lady was going to be gone uh no like a week before the original hr lady was gone this new girl put her two weeks in <laughs> she's like i'm so, out so like she worked like a week after the original lady gone and then she was gone so they ended up as like a temporary hire they hired this old guy and he's like a retired guy but he has like a I, I don't I forgot exactly if there's like a program or something, but basically he takes temp jobs sometimes just to make a little extra money gotcha. here and there, but it's never like a permanent thing. Well, this old guy, like we like, dude, this guy just does not look like he should be in HR at all. This old <laughs> dude, dude, he walks in with like a Korean war vet hat on, stone nice. face. And dude, we're all talking about like, dude. You know, we, you know, sometimes your, you know, vacation or personal days are a little messed up on your, your app and yeah, you yeah. got to go talk to the HR and be like, Hey, I feel like I'm missing a day or missing something here or there, or, you know, there's something might be a little off with your pay or something like that. Yeah. Easy. And like, you're like, this guy looks like <laughs> this old guy looks like you like, Hey man, I'm missing a couple vacation days. And he'd be like, you know how many vacation days I got in Chosen Reservoir in <laughs> when I was frozen next to my buddy. You know, yeah. Wall, You're like, all right, wall, bro. A wall of Chinese soldiers are storming over a mountain. Do you know what that's <laughs> like? Like, dude, this guy. Like, I haven't talked to him. All the guys on the floor are like, dude. I, he doesn't even look. He doesn't even have like that approachable attitude with him. He's like this, like known. He looks like this no nonsense HR guy. Like he, he just does not take anything. They won't take any shit, dude. And it just, I don't know. It's just kind of been a weird because pretty much most of my, uh, career is like the HR the HR people in my life have always been women, or yeah, feminine men. <laughs> very effeminate men. Like when I worked at Battle, dude, the Axorn place, it was literally yeah. a gay guy. so it's it's just always that's the and then just seeing this like stone cold wonder if he was on the senate floor (laughs) (laughs) but it's just this stone cold killer is this like our hr guy now and it's just kind of a mind fuck to me like watching (laughs) this happen dude (laughs) you're like that's the time where it's like you hope he's like an enlisted guy you know where he's like no, I get the fucking bullshit. You know, it's like a Mustang. Yeah. You want a Mustang as HR. Yes. You want a yes. Mustang as HR. So a Mustang, for those of you that don't know, don't know, is like an enlisted guy that became an officer while they were in the military. They're called a Mustang. And it's usually like they they got the best of both worlds. You know, you got you got a guy that's like been in the trenches, done the PFC shit, the private shit, you know, the Lance Corporal shit, the corporal shit, and the sergeant shit, maybe some staff sergeant shit. You hope. It's not staff sergeant shit. You hope they get out of it before they hit staff sergeant because after staff sergeant, they're basically just an officer. But if they get out as like the sergeant and they move over to officer, then usually, usually not all the time. Usually they're like, 
nah, we ain't doing that shit. And they're, they're just yeah. a normal officer. They're just a normal officer, you know, Oh one, Oh two, they're a young officer, but they're like, Oh, I, I know I need to rely on my NCOs. Oh, I need to, you know, I need to not be the typical officer. And that's what you want as an HR guy or an HR yeah. person. You want the person that's been like, Oh, I worked retail for fucking five, yeah. 10 years at my fuck at, when I was going through college or something like that. It sucked ass and the HR people there sucked. But then I mm -hmm. went to, or as I was done with college, I moved into HR and, you know, I understand the company viewpoint, but I also understand the working class American viewpoint. Yeah, That's what yes. you want as your HR. That's yeah, what you dude. want as your HR. And that was always true about the military. Like not all, not all Mustangs were cool, but all Mustangs had the experience of the other side. So they could at least right. understand where you're coming from. And that's what right. you want from anyone in like the office, dude, anyone in the office, you want someone that's been on that. They like, there's just so much more respect and it's all, you see it obviously when someone that starts at the bottom and then they get picked to move into the office after putting right. years on the floor. And that's this, it's the same mentality with HR when most of the time that's not how HR is. And the HR no. people, they come right out of college and they go right into their office and they just don't know any, they don't really understand like your perspective and you're almost they like just get nuisance. told <laughs> yeah you're like a nuisance to them and but i i don't know i still haven't talked to this guy dude sometimes like i was there's this, so in each morning at my job they the like office staff all the heads of each department and the managers all the way up to like the top person in charge of the plant they all walk around and they have these boards and they always like check the boards in, in the morning and they have like meetings of like what's going on, what's the plan for the day for these sections, whatever. And the HR person's always with them. I really don't know why, because the HR person has no say and can't really, mm. I, I don't, I don't really, but they're there. And I'm working, I'm working on the saw and this one day, this machine saw and, it, um, uh, I'm like, you know, cutting a bunch of pieces of metal to get over to the welders and, you know, they're having the meeting. The meeting's like probably like 50 feet away. And you know, the the like villain walk or someone that's been in the military, they walk around with their hands behind their yeah, back. Yeah, behind their back. <laughs> and so he as I'm like, I I notice out of the corner of my eye that that fucking uh HR guy, he's just staring at me, dude. I'm I'm sure he's probably just looking at what I'm doing, but yeah. he's just like that he like hands behind his back like looking over at me and i'm like dead faced I, you, know, you feel like you you're like all of a sudden you like you when you notice it there's almost like this pressure that you kind of feel yeah. like <laughs> like you're like i i feel like i need to do everything exactly right but even though before you <laughs> were doing everything you were doing yeah. everything exactly right you weren't doing anything but all of a sudden you just feel like this, like, ah, oh, I'm being judged right now. And it was like the weirdest thing. And I almost went like, dude, what are you looking at? But then an angel like pull out a bayonet and stab me or something, dude. Like, I <laughs> I'm always, I'm, I'm always, I guess I get not awkward. I make the situation awkward. So uh, like when it happens, like I've had that happen to me before where somebody showed up on a job site or something like that. And they're just watching. And yeah. I'm just like, I like you like slowly look over and you're like, what's up, dude? 
Like, yeah. you know, like you make some weird comment or something like that. And they're just like, oh, nothing. I'm just here watching. And it's like, you weren't going to say anything. Yeah. Like you're just standing there. And they're like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. You just looked like you were busy. And it's like, well, do you want to do it? Like, <laughs> what's up, man? Like you just make, yeah. like, kind of put them on the spot. And then, it, then yeah. they feel weird. And then they don't like coming back to you like that. <laughs> Once I did it a few times to people, they were just like, yeah, we're not showing up on his job sites anymore because I'll just be like, you want to jump in here? I'll get you some gloves. Like, you know, and they're like, yeah. oh, I, you know, my uniform's not, I'm in, I'm in a suit. You're in like, you know, the work uniform. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Fuck off. Stop looking over my shoulder like a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. I just, I just waved at him and he didn't even wave back. He just gave me like the head nod like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like the acknowledgement that I waved and I was yeah. like, okay, all right, dude. <laughs> so funny, so, dude. It's so yeah. funny. Like, I don't know. It's just the the generational workforce is fucking crazy right now, especially in trades if you're in a trade. And uh, but I yeah. would recommend if you're if you're looking to join a trade, you're young or you know, you're trying to get out of whatever you're doing, you're gonna have to put in a few years somewhere. And then you can really make some money somewhere else. Like that's usually how it goes. Maybe start out with the big corporation and then move to, you know, a, a smaller place. Um, that's kind of what I did because corporations care about certs. They care about shit like that. That's how you get raises. That's how you get bonuses. Um, and usually they'll pay for them because they want their workforce to do that. Uh, if you do do that, Make sure that you're keeping track of how much you got in those bonuses because sometimes they'll come after you for them if you're within a certain time frame of getting them. Uh, so don't leave your job until those bonuses go away or make sure yeah. you have them, you keep the money. Yeah. And there's a huge difference too. When we say like don't have as much company loyalty, I'm not saying like every six months you're hopping to a new place. No. That's, it looks bad. That's, that looks really bad. That looks really bad. I'm talking like two to like four year span. Like yeah. two years is probably the least, you know, the least you want to do. Yeah. But like four, if you're if you're planning on changing jobs, four to five is probably the max you want to stay somewhere. But like, cause I don't, I don't like, I trust me, man. Like I almost, I, it's not like I'm embarrassed necessarily, but my, my resume from when I'm in Same. college, when Same. we were in college, it's just always so, get asked like, about it. Oh, always yeah, get asked always. about it why'd you move why'd around you... so much yeah exactly and my excuse is i was in college my schedule changed semester semester you know yeah. like i i always throw that around because it's like hey i'm employed for five years in the united states marine corps and then yeah. there's this five like well, i wouldn't say five like three year period where i hop around job to job mm -hmm. to job to job and, and, some of and them a like, lot of them are overlapping a lot of them are overlapping yeah. they're like and i was like yeah i worked at fucking multiple jobs at the same time like i yeah i was in college a lot of them bro. were seasonal a lot of them were yeah. just seasonal jobs like that that's yeah the construction job we were, yeah, yeah the construction, construction yeah that, that you know team security or whatever with that yeah, was team like security or the seasonal. private security i don't even have that on my resume because i was like i don't want anybody reaching out to that guy because yeah <laughs> he was yeah, fucking that was yeah, a wild period that. of our lives. <laughs> I didn't have that one on there either because I feel like we made a bad impression. But at the same time, like he it was just but at the same time, the people that we worked there were all making bad impressions and just yeah. everyone and sucked. The boss would made a bad impression. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
it wasn't as good. It was good money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like being an armed money. security guard was good money, especially when it really wasn't full time. We were all kind of in school. It was easy to work with our schedule, but it was just a weird. I think it was more because it was a startup company. Like there was yeah. just no organization with it. Yeah. It was it was just strange. I, I don't even and know it's, how to explain that. It's good to go to a startup if you're if you're getting hired into management because then you have a little bit more say. Um, it's bad to go to a startup company if you're an employee that's like the lower rungs of the company. Like you're going to be tossed around a lot, whatever is going to happen. Unless you're, you're trying to move up into management and you're trying to show yourself to go to management, then fucking do it. Um, but just being like just the, the lower rung or what they consider the lower rung, like a person that has no say you're not management. It's hard to be an employee in a startup company, unless you're, you're fucking, you believe in the mission statement or some shit like that. The biggest thing that I have problems with companies is when they're like, Oh, we're family, we're family. And then don't do anything. That's like family ish. You know, they don't treat people like family. They don't fucking do any of that stuff. Yeah. It's like a spirit decor, you know, like they're, yeah. Oh, we're a brotherhood and we're, and then they're like calling you a fucking little bitch because you were five minutes late to one formation out of an entire year. And it's like, yeah. all right, bro, it's the problem with the Marine Corps. They want to talk about culture and this, that, or the other. And then they don't treat anybody like adults and fucking da, 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 da. da. But I could rattle on forever about that shit, but there's a lot of corporations that do the same thing and they'll make you feel bad for not being mm -hmm. a part of the family and not doing things like the family. But the moment you have somebody pass away or your dog gets sick or something like that, they're making you feel bad for not working. And you're like, yeah, mm, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's huge. That's huge. I think like, do I think the, I, I think it's true. Like you said that I, like when you said that there's people that would leave a shitty culture with more pay to a better culture with less pay. And I think that's, there's plenty of guys I know that left the job that I work at for, I, I wouldn't say significant, but le definitely less pay. And yeah. all of them are saying like, Oh, it's way better. It's way better. Yeah. Like the bit, the, how we get treated here, it's worth getting paid a couple dollars less, man. And, and yeah. I, I, I think that like, you know, if you, if, you know, and, and that's one of the things you have to weigh. If you, if you are working somewhere and you really like the people, you really like your bosses, you feel like you get treated well, but your pay is just not where the market should be. Like the market is showing like you should be paid a lot more. And that's something you're going to have to weigh. And that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, but I think if, if your ultimate goal well, and, is. And I say, if you're in that position, you should be looking at what gets you paid more. Like what gets you paid more at this company? Is there, is there a way to get paid more at this company? Are you at the top of limit of what everybody else gets paid? And if you're not, then all right, what do those guys have that I don't? What do those people have that I don't? And, you know, do those things to try and get that pay there. But mm -hmm. if you're at the top limit, everybody else is kind of getting paid the same. And, you know, then you're, you're in a tough spot because you work with at a really good place that you enjoy working at. You don't mind going to work every day. Um, but you're not getting paid what you want to be getting paid or what generally is the market rate. Then you're going to have to make that decision. Is it worth it to try something new where you don't know how they, how the culture is and how everything is the, the suckiest part about, you know, a lot of companies is you don't get to like do, um, you know, like, uh, uh, 
a ride along with somebody, you know, where you get to, you know, shadow a person for a day and see how everything yeah. is. And even that is like, you know, people can lie during those things. They probably put the best company person to do those things. But even yeah. then you can still get some things out of people where, you know, oh, but we do this sometimes and it's kind of frustrating or you see it somewhere else while you're walking around with that person. And I'd, I'd recommend with a, in any interview, if you go fucking, um, if you go and interview somewhere is like, is there any way I can, you know, you can walk me around and show me everything because then you can kind of see how people are working and, you know, it, it looks good on you because it seems like you're interested in the workplace and, you know, that's uh that's always a good thing to do too. But <laughs> it's just the generational thing is fucking crazy right now. Companies are crazy right now. Companies aren't the same as they used to be. These aren't your grandpappy's companies anymore. You know, like they're just, yeah. they're just not. And in certain ways they are. And in certain ways they're not, you know, the, the idea of like, work your fucking ass to the bone and you'll move up. I just don't think that's the, that's true anymore. Um, but they definitely will work your ass to the bone. They'll fucking yeah. try to, um, well, I there's think, a lot of companies I, that do. I think a lot of times too, is like, we're in a corporate world now where a lot of these like companies, I think like, especially the companies around where I'm at, like they were built from the ground up from people in the area and they were yeah. maybe couple million dollar companies and then they up selling yeah. to a major corporation and now right. they're attached to a multi-million dollar company and right. it's so the so it's just it's just different it's not the same as like oh i you know worked from the ground up with i know the guy that owns it and he's still here yeah. he runs it and you know you get rewards from personally knowing that guy where now it's a corporation and you probably will never ever see the ceo he will right. never step foot inside your building. You, and even like, if he does, he's not going to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll talk to like the group maybe and give like a speech. Yeah. And then like you can maybe shake his hand as you're leaving or type thing. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's about all you get, dude. And they want and you to kiss their, kiss their ring finger. <laughs> kiss the ring as you walk thank out. You, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I think that, and there's something, that's why it's different because you know, there's just not like, at least for me around here, like there is companies that were built from people that grew up here, that they're from here. They built these companies, but they're not owners anymore. They don't, mm -mm. they don't run it. And I think that changes perceptions. And that's why you don't need to be a company man is so hard. Like, because it's just not as personal anymore. Like there's like yeah. most companies are ran by major corporations nowadays. And it's probably not, not a good thing. It's probably yeah. not in the great you're not working things. <laughs> you're not working for Rick that his family has been here for fucking 60 years. And yeah, the whole reason why they opened it in this place is because they wanted to do something good for the community and offer a lot of jobs for decent pay. And, you know, like that you're not. And yeah. his son is taking over the company after he passes because his son has grown up in the industry and worked there when since he was 16 and, you know, did all these things. You know, there those places yeah. are few and far between nowadays. Yeah, it really feels like that. I'm, I think we're way or getting close to being done, but I have a question yeah. for you. So, what do you think about someone that um say you get hired for a specific job and they ask you to do a bunch of things outside of your job now say this is like very early on when you first got hired 
and this has kind of been my perspective on it is I like this kind of happens to me. Um, basically, I'm more willing to do a bunch of random, learn a bunch of new random things for the company uh, for two reasons. I see it as job security because the more I know and, you know, say I'm mainly a welder, but say they need less welders. Well, then I can go over and do some other stuff because I know how to do other stuff. And then right. my second reason is adding it to my resume. So if I ever want to go find somewhere else, a different mm -hmm. plant to work for, now I can list off a bunch of other stuff I know how to do that would be similar to the job I do next. Mm -hmm. Do you think that thing? So are you, is, is it like, is it like classes or like? No, it's just qualifications? like, uh, it's not necessarily, it would just mainly be experience and know how to operating different machines so like outside of work time they want you to not outside learn. maybe during working hours oh yeah absolutely yeah okay no yeah, i do it i do it instantly like if somebody's asking me if they're asking me to learn something new this is what i take into every job if they are asking you to do something and you're getting paid for it go learn it go learn it mm -hmm. because okay. first like you said job security and second, like expanding your knowledge base first looks good towards the company. They're like, oh shit, he's, he's jumping at, jumping at an opportunity. Um, and second, you don't know what, why they need you to learn that you like, if they are not explicitly telling you, they're like, Hey, we, we want to train somebody up on this, um, just so that they have the knowledge base. Uh, we want you to do it. That's first like a uh, like a handout from a company that normally you don't get. Usually they're expecting people to learn things on their own time and, you know, come to them and tell them that they know this stuff, you know, uh, which is also good. You should be doing that. If you can go out and pay for certifications outside of your job to sure, make yourself yeah. look better for your resume, you should be doing that. Or if your company offers something that's outside of regular business hours, some kind of school or some kind of like training classes, it's good to show up to those things. Um, but if you're, if they're coming to you and they're like, Hey, uh, we want you to, I know we hired you for this, but we want you to learn this thing too. Mm -hmm. jump at the opportunity because it makes you look good. You learn something new and you should always be improving in your personal development whatsoever, like everywhere, all the time, you should be improving. And even if you don't fucking touch the thing ever again, at least you did it because somebody's going to see that. And like you said, it's a resume builder and you can have a background in something and a know-how of something going on also in your company. So when somebody needs help, you're like, oh, I could come help you out with that real quick. And that means a lot to other employees that are working there. So I would always, always fucking yeah. do that shit. I, that's what, that was my perspective. There's been some people at work that are like, I don't know why you do that. Like, that's not what your job is. And I, I was like, I, my perspective was always like, like they would hire, like, it doesn't matter what I do here. I get paid the same. So if I'm doing yeah. something that's technically not like my level, but it's like technically they could hire someone for cheaper to do the same job, but they're going to pay me at the same rate. I don't see why yeah. I wouldn't take the opportunity to learn how to do it. You need me to come in and file stuff for a couple hours. I'll go in and fucking file stuff for a couple hours and it'll be yeah. the best filing system there is. Like I'll be fucking completely okay with that. You, you know, yeah. like it, because the other option is, is like if they're asking me to come in and do it, that means 
I probably don't have a lot of work coming up. And that means I might not be getting my 40 hours this week. So guess what? I'm going to go yeah. fucking clean the stalls. I don't care. Maybe that's the military stuff in me where it's like, hey, I'm getting paid. So I might as well do whatever they ask me. Um, yeah, I'm, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't clean bathrooms. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> yeah i'm above that now. Nah. i'm barely above yeah. that but i'm above that <laughs> yeah barely above that but you know if it's just cleaning up cleaning up like a general cleanup like hey we need to clean up the facility a little bit sure. especially yeah. at this new place it's a little bit smaller i'm fucking down whatever that's cool um if i was at centos i'd be like nah i'm not i'm not doing that you guys literally are a fortune 500 company that pays people to come in and clean i'm not cleaning up for you yeah but yeah that i would that- that's been my mentality i but there's just been some people at work that were just they had a different perspective on it but i thought mine made more sense to me at least so that's why yeah i don't know i i get the people that are like you know i got i get hired to do this i'm only doing this that's fine but don't expect to get paid more like that's my thing is like you're not don't expect to get paid more when times come because you're not that's the one thing where it's like you don't always have to do the, the thing that the company wants you to. But if you are in a place that it's like for me, certifications, like I think certifications are a great way to get paid more. You know, they're great because generally the certification is really fucking easy. Like most of these certifications aren't hard. You don't really know anything. And the people teaching you teach, they may know a shit ton about the thing, but the only way to learn about it is to do it for the most yeah. part in a lot of trades. Um, you don't learn like everything you need to know. You just have a basic understanding of what's going on. And yeah. so if that's the way it is, then that's the way it is. But you can use that as a resume builder. So if you if they're like, hey, we want you to go learn this machine, like for you specifically, we want you to go learn this machine. It's not something that you'll probably do, but maybe it does. And then the person that actually does that machine doesn't show up to work one day and you go and do it because you can you know how to do it. Guess yep. what? If that person never comes back because it sounds like it happens a lot, <laughs> then yeah. you have a job that you can be like, all right, now I'm doing this and I can do this. Like I need to get paid more. I need to be compensated for it. Like that's just, yeah, that's, a good that's way another reason it's, it's a way it's a barter, you know, look, look, I know how to do all of this. I'm not only just a welder. I know how to operate all these machines. Um, I just feel like, you know, I, I should be compensated for my knowledge on this stuff that, you know, say, someone quits or you, you know, a bunch of orders came in one day, but the other, the guy that runs is usually called in sick for whatever reason, or had yeah. PTO, then I can go over and cover it and save your guys' ass. And you don't need to yeah. spend a day, you know, where a manager or supervisor has to step in because no one else knows how to do it. And yeah, that's, that's my perspective. I just, it makes me look better make give me knowledge so then i can go somewhere else and be like yeah i know how to operate all of this so whatever you need me to pay do, me more like, <laughs> pay me yeah pay me more that's that's my that's i i look at it like a selfish way is how i always yeah. look at it. like I show can, me the money <laughs> yeah so but i don't know other people have different mentalities and i just thought that was strange some people some people just want to do what they do you know and i yeah. get that like that's fuck man that's a simple way to live and if you're cool with that then fucking go for it like if you're i just don't think it's the most beneficial if you're trying to be if you're trying to get paid more i just don't think that's the most beneficial way to get paid more like you can't just be good at one thing everything nowadays 
cross training is super important. You got to be involved in multiple aspects of whatever business you're in. Um, if I just stayed, like when I started with CentOS, I was on the alarm team. Um, but every alarm system has a sprinkler system attached to it. If I just stayed alarm and never tried to learn sprinkler, I would have never been able to like, I would have just yeah. gotten paid the same all the time, but because I can do a whole site by myself, like that makes me a lot more valuable than not being, but then only doing one side of the house, you know, like you gotta, you gotta understand what your warehouse crew grows through. You gotta understand what your office crew is doing when they're scheduling things. You gotta understand how uh, orders come in or how to fill out a work order. So, you know, you understand the process. So it makes you better at your job and you can understand what other people are going through and what you can do to make their job easier, which in turn makes your job easier. Like those things are important. Yeah. Um, and I don't think a lot of people care about that. They're just like, I want to be on a fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, an assembly line. And I just want to do the fucking rubber bands. Like just give me the rubber bands and I'll do the rubber bands. But if you ask me to do the rubber bands and fucking, um the hot wheel cars then i don't want to do it you know what i mean yeah there's a there's a very specific guy and uh, he's a welder but he only builds benches that's all yeah. he built and he's the best at building he makes yeah. so fast they're clean like they're probably the stru most structurally best built benches i mean everyone goes he can knock out a bunch of these and but that's all he does he has mm -hmm. no expansion into anything else and he's just the best welder at this one specific thing and he's he's been doing it every single day for years and he they never ask him to do anything else <laughs> he if he if they if he like if they try to get him to do something else he bitches and complains and he's like i just want to make my benches like you know like it's so yeah I, like i would get i would lose my mind dude i would lose yeah. my mind if i was building one you know what that is? Every that's time. autism. <laughs> that's a <laughs> yeah. bit of the tism. He's like, yeah, I, I build benches. Don't yeah. fucking make me do anything else. I build benches. Yeah. And because I remember when I first started and I was working on making some benches and there was like a, a one that I never built before. And I was like, ah, oh, this one's kind of confusing. And they're like, go talk to him. And then I came over, this dude like whips it around. Like he, he's a big guy too. He just yeah. fucking whips this thing around. Like he's like, he made like five, like I had to make 10 in like an hour. He made like five in like 15 minutes, minutes, dude. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. And <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you need a bench done? Go to Jake. Jake knows yeah. all about benches. Yeah. He's really good at benches. It's all he yeah. does is benches. And, you know, I mean, it's beneficial to be that guy, too. Like, it is beneficial to be really good at something, like, better than everybody mm -hmm. else at something. I just don't think it's valued as much as being a little above average at a lot of things. Like, you can be yeah. supernatural at something. But if you look at whether it's in sports or, or business or anything, if you can be great, you'd be great at multiple things it's better than being the best at one thing, you know, yeah. like you look at Kobe, you look at LeBron, they're phenomenal scores, phenomenal scores, but Kobe mm -hmm. had amazing defense and could see the floor and could pass it anywhere. LeBron, one of the best offensive scores in the league has some of the best assists ever.
ever in the history of the game. Like, you know, like that's what makes him the best player in the league. You don't want to be the best shooter in the league. It might not get you championships, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it, yeah. Michael Jordan, fucking phenomenal score, really good at scoring a top defensive player year after year after year. Yeah. Got to be good at yes. both sides of the house. You can't be just good at one thing. You know, you look at uh, like Patrick Mahomes is known as a fucking damn good quarterback, but he can, he can throw the ball and he can run the ball. It makes him yeah. a threat. It's just, you can't be good at one thing. You can't be good at one thing. You want to be above average it's, at multiple things and maybe have your one bread and butter. It's good for like the company or like the team to have a guy like that though. Like one guy that's yeah. really good at one thing. Yeah. Like uh, uh You want a white shooter on a basketball team. What, you want a what, white yeah. shooter that sits in What's, the corner and shoots threes. Dennis Rodman. You know, Dennis yeah, Rodman, yeah. Like, best rebounder, rebounder. A rebounder, one of the greatest rebounders in the in the league. Like a mo- probably one of the best of the world in in rebounding mm-hmm. ever. And yeah. it's nice to have that fucking guy there. You know, it's yeah. great to have that guy there. But I think in a lot but of he's ways, he's not though, making the money. I mean, he yeah. made money, but he's not making the yeah. most money. If you want to be, if if especially when it comes strictly to business, if know your role. I mean, if you're of really course. good at something and that's what you can, if that's what you can do, and you're like, I'm really not good at picking up other things, then do that thing and do it the better than anybody because that's job security. But yes. if you can learn other things and you're open to the ability and you have the ability to learn other things, then learn other things as well, because that's what makes you better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree more with that. Like be, be open to learning more things. And I know some of y'all listening you. are simple jacks. Like I get it. If you can, if yeah. you got the tism and you can do one thing really good, do that one thing really, really fucking yeah. good, you know? Well, I think that guy's but, happy with that. And I, yeah. I'm not, I just not for me. That's all I'm saying. Like, that yeah. guy wants to do all that, good for him, man. Like, he found exactly yeah. what he wants to do. He can cl- clock in every day, have no problem at all, making benches for the rest of his goddamn life, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. If that's you, then do it. I'm just saying. Yeah. It might not be the most beneficial when it comes to pay periods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um well that's our fucking class on fucking business i guess yeah yeah (laughs) that was a whole fucking episode on that but it's it's good i think a lot of people just don't realize like what trades are right now like trades are the best place to be i think there's a lot of people retiring there's some knowledge gatekeepers out there but for the most part a lot of people want to teach the younger generation because they're like they have no interest in this fucking show up on time every day a little bit early and fucking get into your job and understand what you're doing and you can you start out at if you're a fucking 16 year old and you're don't want to go to college and you're listening to this show you're fucking insane first off but you know find a trade become an apprentice at that trade preferably non-union but if you have to go the union route go the union route and then move over to a private company or move over to a corporation and then move over to a private company. Like there's opportunities for you there and you'll end up making more money in the long run. And you have the possibility of making your own business once you realize the aspects of whatever business you're in. And it's a really good opportunity for you to do that right now because the trades are hurting for people. So they'll train anybody right now. They'll train fucking anybody. And most of them are having just... 
the most basic problems with people showing up, like just yeah. showing up. They're happy with it, which is crazy to me. But if that's the world we're living in, then that's the world we're living in. So just show up every day and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, separating yourself is just being on time. Like, that's yeah. it's crazy. It's just being it's fucking it's crazy. Like, people act. That's why it just blows my mind sometimes with people and like they can't even show up on time, but they're complaining about work. And it's like, dude, but you you don't even like you don't even have room. You know, you don't have room to yeah. complain. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. but. You don't deserve you gotta, to complain. <laughs> you got to do your job first, buddy. Like if you're, do, if you're doing your job for a while and then like, you know, you got things to bitch about. Fine. That's understandable. But when you're late calling in, like you just got here. This is like month three and you've already had like two no call, no shows. It's like, dude, what, what are you complaining about right now? Dude, shut up. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have anything else besides go watch Five Till Midnight on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Should have yep, done that at the beginning of the show, but I forgot. Yep, that's all I got. Um, yeah, fucking Five Till yeah. Midnight. That's our that one's been we've been pretty consistent. Uh, we do it live, so you and yeah, I think you guys would like it. You go to our comment, comment, and we'll yeah, we go to YouTube. Comment. Go to YouTube and search five, like the number five, and then TM on Mondays. I guess it helps with the algorithm. I don't know how that shit works, but do that. Watch it there. Subscribe it. Like it. See how long we're on YouTube. I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, I know a lot of you are probably going to be like, can you guys use Rumble? We're trying to get Sam to do that. I don't know how good it's going, but. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. YouTube. But yeah, I would link it in the podcast links, but apparently... I don't, I'm learning this stuff just from Sam, but apparently linking it. And then if you guys link it, click on it and then back out right away, apparently that makes us look bad. So, so if you yeah. guys go out so don't do that. and search it yourself, that would be very helpful apparently for yeah. our album and then like yeah. and subscribe that really, you know, it's a free show. If you guys can just like, and subscribe, that would be very, very helpful. Yeah. So, well, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week. We out.